not sure where this is going to go. Um, so I have a, a fellow podcaster friend, and I just listened to their recording, and it was about feeling um, out of control, you know, with um, different views of reality. She talked about conspiracy theories that spread on the web, and how do you find truth, and how, you know, you can use Google and find evidence for anything, um, diametrically opposite viewpoints. Um, so one of the questions about like how do you sort that out that you would have to answer for yourself is what constitutes evidence? Um, you know, if you find, uh, if you sort, it, 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 the example she used was if you Google Trump is Satan and Google Trump is a savior, you're going to find an equal number of websites that are giving supposed evidence for both those points of view. Well, they can't both be true. Um, in fact, they really, I mean, I think you could argue that they can't really even be judged as true or false because you could say, is there really any such thing as Satan or is that just an idea? Is there really, you know, is there really... Do we need anything to be saved? Do we need do we need to be saved from anything? Do, do we need a savior, uh, or is this just sort of a wishful thinking concept that you know somebody can come along and forgive you of your sins? You know, there's a there's an old joke about Jesus died for your sins makes about as much sense as I hit my toe with a hammer for your mortgage. You know, how does that even make any sense? Um, so I would be asking myself why do I believe one thing over another what what constitutes evidence and what constitutes whether something is even a truth claim like you know the nature of Donald Trump as the president is completely debatable and you can pile up evidence on either side and look at it with clear eyes and decide for yourself you know and there are I think there are perfectly well-meaning patriotic kind-hearted people that could be in favor of or opposed to our outgoing president and anybody that believes he's a huge piece of shit cannot understand why anybody would be worshipping him. And the people that are worshipping him would believe that if you don't like him, you're probably uh, a cynical um, communist child molester or something. Um, and, and I think it's because we don't really have agreement on what constitutes evidence to, to support a belief. Especially when people just tend to look for what they what reinforces what they already believe, and I I, I think most people tend to do that, but also claim that they don't want to do that. They they think that that's for other people, you know. No other people 
reinforce their own beliefs by seeking out what reinforces them. But I don't do that. I only look at the evidence, you know, and I'm objective and I'm fair-minded. Well, yeah, I don't think any of us really are. Um, But if you're at least aware of that, then you can fight that impulse and you can try to, you know, force yourself to look at both sides of the of the story. Um, evaluating evidence, you know, you can always find somebody that claims they have proof that X Y Z is true. But how do you verify whether they're full of shit or whether they are uh, telling the truth or? are using the standards of, of proof and evidence. Well, damn, that's a good question, right? I don't know the answer to that. Um, there's, you know, whole courses they teach in college that are like the methodology and philosophy of science, you know, which is all about how do you acquire knowledge and how do you test it? Um, I mean, if somebody tells you that the government is going to shut down because Biden is going to be the new president and he's going to shut it down for two weeks and um, send out the National Guard to make sure nobody breaks curfew and um, use this as a time to institute a whole new array of socialist communist government systems, well, should you believe that? Okay, let's let's say you, you Google it. Um, one thing that occurred to me when I was listening to uh, my friend's podcast is she Googled the very search terms that were in the little conspiracy theory text or Facebook message or whatever that she got. The danger to that is Sometimes the people doing the conspiracy theory propagating are making up new word combinations or new search terms that they know they can populate the Internet with because the only people searching for that information are responding to this thing they got. So, for example, mandatory two-week curfew, okay? If that's a key word in in that conspiracy theory, and you Google that, it's going to find two extremes. It's going to find a bunch of people that are pushing this theory, making YouTube videos about it, talking about it, whatnot. And then it's going to find the people that specifically are trying to rebut this by going to politifacts.org or whatever and try to trace back the history of it and, you know, she stumbled across this PolitiFact article that showed that this thing originated back in June or July. And then somebody has basically rehashed it for the current president. Because, I guess, in their worldview, it's more believable that a Democrat, which, of course, is to them synonymous with communism, would do something draconian like shut the country down for two weeks. Which, of course, they don't even have the, they don't even have the constitutional authority to do. Because, you know, states um, states have the authority over the streets and the capitals and the day-to-day policies and the 
within their state. You can't, you can't just pass a national decree like that without really getting some serious, going through some serious hurdles. Um, Trump would do things like that because he seems to have an authoritarian mindset that he didn't know the difference between a president and a king. Um, but I think we're getting back to the days of normal government leaders that kind of understand how, you know, for a government to be truly democratic and fair and espouse freedom, it has to have rules and it has to play by those rules. It can't be just subject to the whim of, um, you know, somebody that thinks, well, I'm in charge, so I can do this. Uh, it doesn't work that way. And um, you really, really, really push some norms and bend rules to the breaking point. And it's going to be interesting to see how we how we unbend. Um, so, yeah, our, our society's got some pretty deep divisions, and it's pretty fucked up. And so, from that point of view really do have to take anything that sounds too crazy to be true or too good to be true, take that with a grain of salt. And consider the source. And I think digging, going back to the origin of these things makes a lot of sense. Um, I saw one the other day that was similar to that, where guys ranting and raving about how uh, Newark wants to build detention centers um, for people that refuse to quarantine and where they'll be forced vaccinated against their will. And I'm like, okay. So I looked it up. There was a bill introduced in the New York legislature like five years ago and it was regarding Ebola and this nurse who came back from Africa and was potentially exposed to it, and she refused to quarantine. She's exercising her First Amendment right or whatever to go about her business and not quarantine. And the New York legislature, one legislator, attempted to introduce a bill that would force someone like that to quarantine reasonable amount of time to make sure they weren't sick before they exposed other people, you know, because sort of the, there's limitations on free speech, like you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater, unless there's a fire, obviously. Um, there's limitations on the right to bear arms, like you can't own, say, I don't know, full automatic machine gun or a uh, tactical nuclear weapon, you know, I mean, I think the right to bear arms definitely has some reasonable limitations that, I mean, even the most hardcore should be able to agree that, you know, even though soldiers can carry suitcase nukes, citizens probably shouldn't, okay? So all rights have limitations. So this guy tried to introduce a bill that could force someone in a very, very narrow situation that had been exposed to some deadly disease that we're not used to dealing with and come back to this country, you know, that it could force her to quarantine. So then this person on YouTube 
expands this to say that Congress, quote-unquote, is considering legislation to set up concentration camps for people that refuse to quarantine and force vaccine. You know, none of this was in the original bill, A. And B, this bill has never gotten a co-sponsor, does not appear to be going anywhere. So you could introduce a bill that says owning pet cats should be illegal, but that doesn't mean anybody's taking it seriously. So it's basically irrelevant, and they're picking some very, very little tiny crumb crumb of truth and expanding it into something insane. Um, So searching for things like that and finding some reason behind how they got started and what's the real honest, you know, ramifications of it and realistic things you can expect out of it is super important to do before you spread things like that. And and I think most people are open to that, to, to talk, talking about it and listening to reason and, and, and digging in and questioning their beliefs. Should I say most people? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's a minority view that you should question your own beliefs. Because really, your your baseline, everybody's baseline is to assume they're right. We're wired that way. That's, I mean, that's probably a survival, evolutionary trait that we believe our senses, we believe what we hear, um, and we get into fight or flight mode to protect ourselves from things that we think could be dangerous. And so, you know, maybe these conspiracy theories play on our own genetics. So we have to use our big brain to think around them. I don't know. That's my thoughts for the day. And then the more important point is if you really feel overwhelmed by these things, Meditate. Clear your mind. Take deep breaths for five minutes, thinking about nothing but your breathing and how your body feels, how the air conditioning feels blowing on your skin, and how your chest rises when you breathe. Just relax. Clear that shit out. And remember that you don't have any control over what the world does. You only have control over yourself, how you react to it, and um, even people close to you, you can't control what they do or what they think of you. All you can do is do what's right for you and your sanity and um, the people you love. So hang in there.